0: Think about all the things that make you happy. Tea makes me really happy, uh, and I do this thing before I go to bed. My husband and I we have to tell each other five things that we're really grateful about, and what we're thankful for, and it could be stupid things, but we do it all the same every night, and that is a really lovely thing to do. Gratitude, my friends. Yeah, I'm very thankful. I mean, I'm human too. Sometimes the world sucks, and I hate everyone.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Levitate Podcast with me, Ryan Nell. In today's episode, I'm chatting to Lydia French. Lydia is the founder of The Brighter Times, a positive newspaper which aims to provide a counterbalance to the negative news cycles of the modern world. In the conversation, we chat about the environment and the the hopes and perils that that faces right now, the next generation, what we're positive about, what we're a bit worried about, the empathy gap, how we can get our heads around worrying about people five generations down the line, people who haven't been born yet, how to find hope and optimism in the future, how to stay positive and survive the struggle of founding your own business, finding yourself with not instant money and instant success, some tips on gratitude, some look at the importance of play, and what we can learn from our childhoods and bring into our adult lives. We talk about inspirational women in Lydia's life, we talk about Greta Thunberg, we talk about Lydia's collaboration with the World Wildlife Fund and our sacred duty to look after the animals. And we stray into interesting topics like climate denial and have a lot of fun along the way. I hope that comes across in this conversation. Please stay tuned and thank you so much for joining for another episode of Levitate with Ryan Nell. Now you may not know, but this podcast is funded and supported by Levitate. Levitate is my well-being and meditation company. We're based out of London. We provide drop-in group and private meditation classes to people with busy minds. We are a growing community of like-minded people interested in pursuing mindfulness as a way of achieving greater mental health. We believe that well-being must be holistic, so it can't just stop with the mind, it needs to also include your relationships, your environment, the systems that you're part of, the food you're putting in your mouth. And so we'll be covering all of those topics and more as we develop this podcast. Now, you can support this podcast in a number of different ways. Uh, We are yet to go to any advertisers because we're worried that it might damage the listening experience. So you can support by donating on Patreon. By subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with friends, perhaps leaving us a rating on the iTunes store or the Google podcast store. And you could consider heading to the Levitate website, which is at www.levitate.london, where we currently have a January offer on, which is three months unlimited meditation classes for £90. The special price is designed to help you kick off a meditation practice that will last your lifetime or at least to be able to start 2020 in a meditative style. So thank you so much again for your support and now over to Lydia. My guest today is Lydia French. I'm really, really excited to have you here, Lydia. Um, Lydia and I met ages and a day back uh, <laughs> at Leeds, Leeds Uni. Well, I was at Leeds and uh, Lydia was at Leeds Art. Um yeah. It may have been a Carl Cox concert. It was
0: absolutely Carl Cox. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and dancing then, away. Dancing away, and um, yeah, a lot of lot of kind of water under the bridge since then. And uh, we were just saying, I don't think we've seen each other for it could be it could be ten years.
0: Yeah, I was well. We gradu- Well, I well, I think we graduated the same year. 2004. Graduated two thousand and four. Yeah. And then there might have been one cheeky little meet in Covent Garden one time, I yeah. think. But yeah. other than that, yeah. yeah. A yeah. very long Maybe time. Maybe a house
1: party. Um yeah, too long. Anyway. <laughs> um, isn't it funny the way that happens? And and so anyway, so yeah, Lydia and I met um met a little while back and um she's had a very kind of cool or well, you've had a very cool career to date. Um, but the the kind of <laughs> which I want to hear all about, Um, but um, specifically, I wanted to get you on today to chat about The Brighter Times. Um, Lydia founded The Brighter Times. Uh, It's a newspaper which is just full of all the positivity we need in um, a world that often seems negative and gloomy Mm -hmm. and uh, lots to worry about, Um, but you wouldn't know it reading The Brighter Times, and um, that is a wonderful thing. So um, Lydia welcome. Thank Um, you very
0: much for having me.
1: Well it's just awesome to have you here. Um, So I want to kind of uh, yeah I'm going to ask you just straight off the bat um, you know give us a little positive history of your your backgrounds like where you where you started out.
0: So yeah well university graduated 2004 and then actually I had a ski season planned to do Mm. Um, but my mother was so uh she's like no lady you've got to do something before you go make the most of your time so I wrote to loads of different people and got a summer internship at an interior design company called designers guild um and then actually that turned into a job that I couldn't turn down so I spent <sighs> four five years there which was amazing mm. doing different things like product development um styling art direction uh and then I think I got I was about 27. And this is going to sound so terribly cheesy, but um I was having a moment of, oh, is this what I want to be doing? I'm not mm. really sure. And at the same time I was dating someone um that I was completely in love with. And he broke my heart, boo-hoo. So um uh, No, the I bastard. Uh, well, yes, he was actually. Um
1: we can throw him onto the bus. We can throw him onto
0: the yeah. bus. But I think all, my mum said to me, that, what do you want to do? Mm. So I said, I, I don't know. I just need to come home. So I went home for a while and then uh, flew off to India and went around India on my own and Thailand and realized I still very much love design, yeah. but I was more into startups and branding and that sort of thing. So came home, did another internship for a year at a creative agency in Soho, which was amazing and brilliant. Hard work, about to play hard as well. So it was an exhausting year. And then I've sort of been freelancing ever since as a designer. And then what happened? Gosh, it's just it's actually quite funny thinking about what I've been doing, <laughs> how I've been doing. But yeah, I guess I got to a point. I mean, I have always loved design, mm. but I've always been into self development and being self aware. And I am someone who has a lot of feelings and a lot of emotion, which I now love and I've learned to deal with it. But when you don't really know how to deal with it, it can be very difficult. So sort of parking that, Mm. I also got so fed up of opening the newspaper and it just being negative stories constantly and awful things happening to people. And yes, these things are important and you should be aware of them. But also there is a huge amount of goodness going on in the world. And people should know. I don't understand why people shouldn't know about these things, too. They are just as important, if not more important, to promote. So that's where the brighter times sort of started in my head.
1: And as a freelancer myself, I know mm-hmm. that there's a lot of cheering yourself up that you have to do during that process.
0: Oh, absolutely,
1: um, yes. So bits of positivity, you kind of clutch onto like life rafts almost yeah, because do, there's you all the uncertainty. have to celebrate
0: every little victory that you have to keep you going because there is a lot of um, struggle. Financially yeah. is one as well. That's quite a stress like oh. How am I going to pay my rent this month? And yeah, But it does always work out and you have to keep, you know, driven and motivated. And that to me was, I mean, at the brighter time, started with an Instagram account. That was mainly for me, really. Mm. And I just started posting motivational quotes or people that inspired me and to keep going. And it sort of built up a little momentum and people were like, yeah, this is wicked. And yeah, it's gone on from there, really.
1: Snowballed. I want to kind of get into it, but what do you think the reason is that, obviously, if you open a newspaper, it is all, it is mostly doom and gloom. Uh, why don't the positive news stories get the same amount of coverage?
0: Do you know what? I've asked myself that a lot because I've found it quite a difficult journey to build up a lot of momentum. Though I dare say this human nature, I don't know, maybe people do like a little bit of gossip and drama. You know, everyone loves EastEnders. To answer your question, I don't know, actually. Mm. I, I know it sells more papers. Um, yeah. But I remember, I don't know, I remember being younger, and even at the end of the news on the television, they always rounded up with a positive story. Mm. Like, cat rescued from a tree. Or, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you remember that? I do, I think. Yeah. I, you know, it ran around when I was 17, 18.
1: It was, it was and, normally the, the, like, the more local news segment yeah, at the, more ends, the yeah, yeah, more the local
0: news, but mm. it always ended on a high. And they don't even do that anymore. Although I think there is a certain element of it coming back in. Yeah. I have noticed that, which is fantastic. Mm. So if you're listening, uh, BBC and all other major
1: <laughs> news reporters, let's assume they are. Yes. Yeah. assume
0: they are. <laughs> of course they are. Um, bring it back. I say, yeah. or everyone just follow the brighter times. Hurrah.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and we're going to, we're going to plug the hell out of the brighter times later and make okay. sure everyone knows the Instagram channel and everything <laughs> else <laughs> Be in the show notes as well. But, um, yeah, I, I have noticed on a personal level that, you know, watching, I made a mistake of getting really addicted to like, um, just BBC news, like the channel, Okay. which, um, it became like my morning routine for like a couple of months this year, just to kind of just wake up and just switch on the news yeah. while I was doing things, yeah. having breakfast, whatever. Um, and I'd always come out at the other end of it more agitated. Hmm. Because especially with a news channel, there's no like, there's no off. It's not just the 9 a.m. news. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. it just keeps on rolling.
0: It's funny, actually. I spent some time at my mum's recently and she is a very smart woman and she's totally clued up on politics and everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. uh, Because she's very interested in Brexit and what's happening. But she will have it on constantly. It, It is constant, constant. And I've just said to her, look, recently you're angry a lot of the time because it's like mm. you're there in these situations mm. and you just need to step out of it. And sometimes I think you do have to do that, really. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, Ryan, stop watching the BBC every morning. <laughs> yes, morning. ma'am.
1: Okay. <laughs> just staying with this kind of idea of, you know, positivity, um, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have like a really happy memory from your childhood, something that you think back? Oh. So, I mean, like mine is... Um, I don't even know if this is a real memory, but um, I'm in like a, there's a photo of it as well, which might have muddied the picture. Yeah. So I'm in this photo and <laughs> I'm behind like the, the bars of my, you know, kind of cot. And my, my auntie's given me like a tube of Smarties and it's just the best thing in the world. Oh. Yeah, so it's a bit of a sort of, sort of simple memory. Yeah. And I, I just don't even know if it's been implanted by seeing the photo so many times. But um, Who cares? It's, just yeah, own it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of my happy place. I go back Lovely. to you sometimes. Yeah, just me and a pack of Smarties.
0: Gosh, uh, happy memories. Well, to be honest, I mean, I have quite a few. I've had a happy childhood. Mm. Um,
1: what did you guys do for fun?
0: Well, we were outdoors a lot. We are very outdoorsy kids and we lived on a, a cul-de-sac. So all of the kids on the street would be constantly out on the road and we'd Mm -hmm. be on our bikes. And, I, you know, my best friend and she still is one of my best friends, um, Sophie, she had a bike, I think called it Holly and mine was Bianca. And we used to just (laughs) go biking. I would say that was very much a happy part of my childhood being outdoors and cycling, which is hilarious because I don't cycle at all now. I have a bike, but it's in the shed. Um, Mm. Maybe I should definitely bring that back out, actually.
1: Yeah, Thank you for, for reminding sure, me of for that sure. that really
0: did make me happy <laughs>
1: yeah and it's something about kind of the just the freedom of being on a bike oh totally and, and with just all the time in the world when you're a, you know Absolutely. when you're a kid so it feels yeah. like that totally yeah uh
0: and we used to go exploring which was actually very naughty but at the top of the road there were a load of derelict houses um so we, yeah we used to bike up there and explore in all these houses and pretend we were on some adventure I mean, we really weren't <laughs> probably being followed by our parents. <laughs> um,
1: but right, right, nervously, just yeah. just out of sight. Yeah. yeah. I think that's glorious. And it does seem like there are a few less kids playing in the streets than there used to be. May- I mean, maybe that's because I live in the middle of London. I mean, um, so <laughs> most likely. It just, Although I, it just I, wouldn't I mean, be I've okay. I have just moved
0: but... to, I've lived in London <clears> since 2004, <throat> but recently moved to Weybridge, mm-hmm. where there are a lot more kids around. I kind of forgotten about children as well. It's very strange seeing all these teenagers around, but do they play outside? uh no do you know what maybe not I'm not sure Mm. kids if you're listening are you playing yeah who knows
1: bring that back (laughs) I mean do do you how do you um do you have like an element of play in your life today is um
0: uh, well
1: do you do you kind of have a like an inner child that you tap into we were chatting before we switched on the mics about um not feeling like we grew up
0: I really do especially when I go home I have so many brothers and sisters and every time we go home I sort of Regress. Is that the right word? Yeah. Uh, back yeah, into for being sure. a child again. Uh, but we are massive dancers in our family. And I will even do this on my own and I will just get excited and just dance around. That's probably me being playful and silly.
1: Yeah.
0: Dancing. Yeah. I've always, I mean, we met dancing. I love dancing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, cracking on some 80s classic bangers
1: that's amazing yeah. yeah dance like no one can see you
0: yeah <laughs> it's really funny i haven't been asked a question like this ever actually uh yeah thanks for asking i need to bring back some inner child in me i think
1: yeah yeah Make well um own. people keep on saying it to me like where's where's the play you know mm. because um i feel like it's all a little bit playful because I'm, I'm creating and yeah. you know but um but it's also very serious, you know. Oh, so like, where's your, the next paycheck exactly, going to come from? Is it going to work, and yeah. all of that? So,
0: and actually, my um, husband Matt, uh, he often asks me, "Is this still fun for you?" You have to always think, "Is it still fun?" And I think that's actually very important. As soon as things stop becoming fun, move on, mix it up, change it. Yeah, that would be my advice.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. And um, <laughs> but obviously, like the the fun kind of comes across in in brand in the newspaper mm. you talked a little bit about the sort of the genesis of it and it was a it was an instagram channel and it's now yeah more... it's now
0: it's now a uh, online newspaper saving the trees and all that what i love about the I, I love promoting the good in the world and i so i like to back the people who are trying to do these things but not everyone is able to be exposed as well as they should be you know good sense so i've just enjoyed um meeting people who are trying to do great things for the world and championing them a bit i mean i'm only a, a little company for now uh, but if i can talk to them get it online even if there's like 20 people or 200 people reading it then i think that's a fantastic thing and it makes people feel good reading it because it's positive and hopeful yes yeah hope hope for me is a really great thing because the world is a little bit crazy but i think if we can keep up hope then that's a great thing
1: yeah and it's not it's not that optimism is fingers in ears it's very much um, mm. I think you can hope your way towards a better place essentially
0: I think for me it's yeah. sanity as well yeah because life and and this is another thing about the brighter times it's definitely not um, rainbows and kittens and oh life is wonderful because it's not mm. life is really really tough and really hard so I just think if you can still find light in a lot a lot of dark then we just need to grab it and make it shine everywhere if that makes sense <laughs>
1: it makes it makes perfect sense no, it's, it's glorious sentiment um and and, and 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 how do you find your your guests your people your the people you feature um,
0: well it's very new actually it's called um rise on the website and it's sort of rising with people uh and i will just approach them Mm. and hopefully they'll be interested or I've had a couple of people approach me and said look I'd really love to be featured and anybody is welcome Mm. it could be I think you know the the smallest things should be um, highlighted and people I don't know say it, it could be a child doing their maths gcse Mm. and they've just had to work really really hard to get the grade that they need to crack on and do whatever they need to do and it should be celebrated people should be made to feel really good about these things so it could range from that to i had um, an amazing woman uh her her name's Alice, and mm. she started up a company or a charity called Love Support Unite, and it's based in Malawi, empowering and educating the local people to create sustainable communities. So yeah. it, it, it is just it's just incredible, and she does it purely from a place of love, which is amazing. There's nothing in it for her financially or anything like that. She's mm. just doing it to make the world a better place and to help people, so it makes me feel amazing and I'm hoping it will make other people just feel amazing and yeah that's it really
1: (laughs) (laughs) what are you what are you most kind of proud of when it comes to work or life
0: you know what I'm really proud of myself Mm -hmm. is that allowed it's it's
1: positively encouraged yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) because I mean I'm proud of loads of things I'm proud of my family and I'm proud of my friends and yeah. everything in my life I'm extremely proud of but I am so proud of myself from my own personal journey from where I was as a child to who I am now there's been a lot of um self-help and development going on there and mm. uh yeah it's it's a really difficult thing I'm doing I'll be completely honest startups are really really hard and mm-hmm. I'm having to and I also love it but I'm having to freelance on the side to sort of fund this thing and Sometimes I just think, oh, God, it would be so much easier to just get a job and know where your next pay packet's coming in and yada, 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 but I'm proud of myself for continuing and, you know, you've got to keep going. So that's exactly what I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm proud of me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's, no, no, that, that's amazing. I, th- I think people are often quite kind of yeah. They they don't want to say that actually, but I don't. There's no ego in saying you're proud oh, of yourself. There's, if you, There's
0: none actually. It's, it's, I'm it's just sort of
1: self-worth. You got to celebrate yourself. It
0: is, and I didn't have any for a really really long time, and I'm still working on it. But mm. uh, I I am. I'm gonna celebrate here. I'm mean, I'm here. We're, we're celebrating you, you yeah. right now. Yeah. Yay! I think <laughs> as well, but yeah, it's exciting.
1: So um, I want to kind of chat a little bit about challenges that have come up while you've been doing it. So uh, oh, obviously you've, re- you've referenced some of them. So yeah. um, money, having to do another job alongside. Oh, yeah, um, and
0: some. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, has, I mean, has, has anything kind of gone, you know, if you read any business book, they always say sort of, you know, failure is, you know, I don't know, the fuel for growth or, you know, you've got to fail a lot before you succeed. Yes, or, which you know. I have done. Uh,
0: <laughs> But it's true. And um, failure, again, it's something I'm teaching myself about and it isn't a bad thing. I, I, I've done things where I was really excited about and nothing. I got nothing from it. But yeah. I thought, OK, well, actually, I'm going to learn from it and I won't do it again and I'll do it differently. So mm. surely that is a positive in itself. So I just think, yeah, initially you get a bit of d- disappointment yeah and then you think well all right well that just doesn't work i'll just do something else so and you just got to keep doing that and doing that and doing that and then hopefully one thing will um work land (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and then there'll be no stopping as ryan but uh yeah i wouldn't take failure too seriously no
1: no no i think i think that's so important um obviously there's there's always well, there's often such a gap between um, expectations and reality. Um, oh yeah. We we millennials, although I'm using that term quite loosely, because so I think I'm like I'm right on the cusp of it, you know, <laughs> <You're about laughs> almost Generation X. But anyway, if that means anyone to uh, anything to anyone listening uh, or watching, but yeah, we millennials get, get a little bit of flak. People like um, Simon Sinek, who kind of says, um, you know, we're all paper thin and bruise very easily and mm. uh, we expect the world and then we're crushed when we don't get it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I know yeah. my parents buy into...
0: But I then ask the question, I'm not saying I believe this, but I raise the question, well, who made us that way? Like, Touché. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who raised us? Yeah. So if you're yeah. listening, parents, <laughs> 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 I'm not saying that's true, but I think millennials are given quite a hard time.
1: Yeah. And so. actually
0: there's a fair few amazing ones out there
1: but yeah so boomers get back in your box basically
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah although i love you really yeah <laughs> but exactly
1: but is, yeah. is it so it's so funny that kind of the, the wheel that turns from generation to generation totally. um God knows what what our kids are going to have to deal with but it will be uh, it'll be a different set of such situations we're oh, all yeah. we overcompensate one way or the other of course yeah
0: we'll see i don't know
1: so we'll be the ones who want to kind of grind in like hard reality, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, because I think they're... I, small. I mean, I, Yeah, oh God. I mean, I have definitely had an element of that. I Maybe very naively, but I thought, oh, I've got this amazing idea and I'm going to mm. start it and I'm going to do all this and I'm going to work really, really hard and it'll be super successful. And actually, reality kicks in and you're like, oh okay well there's actually loads of other people doing this too and oh wait they've got more followers than me on instagram and oh my goodness but i can't afford to do this i'm gonna have to get a second job and yada 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 and that was a bit of a shocker yeah because i don't know why i think i don't i don't know i sort of thought oh instant success because when you have do you know when you have when you go to school you take an exam and you get mm. your grade and it's sort of an instant success and you go to university and you get your degree and you do a job and you get a pay packet or maybe a promotion but when you have your own startup or your own company it's yeah sort of like oh okay well there's not this sort of definite success does that make sense
1: it makes perfect sense as my good friends keep on counseling me like just be patient yeah i a virtue I'm, I'm such an impatient person um <laughs> I, so I shouldn't say as a meditation teacher but that you know that I, I think I often I need it more than most um and um yeah um I think you know while while of course there'd be something really really rewarding with uh just a flash in the pan success
0: yeah
1: some BC or you know Silicon Valley somehow get involved <laughs> and just go we just want to give you hundreds of millions keep yeah. doing what you're doing um but it also feels like that's a company that might not exist in a few years time you know weirdly yeah. that kind of quite often mm. it's like it's so trendy that it's yeah. not a thing after a while or it's changed irreversibly by yeah. all the money coming in yeah um this is what i tell myself to so i like, stay positive <laughs> Telling right, <yourself> right? That. <laughs> so it's like it's great that i'm self-funded and it's great yeah. that it's not um it's not totally flying yet because it oh, means character building yeah yeah you kind of actually having to the thing you're developing is rich
0: totally Right. A bit like a, a relationship with yeah. people. Yeah. I guess. It's yeah. It's same. It's
1: not a shallow sort of romance. It's something deeper. Deeper yeah.
0: meaningful. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep telling ourselves right. this, right? Okay. <laughs> if anyone does want to give me a yacht, that's fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. I wouldn't
1: say no to 100 million. Yeah. yeah I'd just worry about it changing me somehow. <laughs> so, um, and then I want to like just pivot a little bit because um, uh, I know you're doing something with WWF right now.
0: I am. World's
1: Wildlife Fund. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Um, a very cute panda. The I think they moved panda. on from the panda. No, it's they... still a panda. Yeah.
0: It's always a panda.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they don't only look after the panda. Oh, right. so, so you mean. Uh, no, they are looking logo, after yeah. the world. Yeah.
0: Um, essentially. Uh, they are amazing. I've been to, they have their um, headquarters in Woking, which is conveniently close to where I live now. Yeah. Uh, so I've been there a couple of times and. It is amazing. They are just the most incredible people. And actually, you know, the two um, ladies I worked with, Karen mm. and Kim, they are so passionate about what they do. Um, and I just, every time I leave there, I just feel so alive and excited. Mm. Mm. And I, it is wonderful being around these people who are trying to essentially save the planet from destruction. Uh but yeah, anyway, I, I digress. Uh, so no, I, no, it was a
1: beautiful digression. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I was so just what, getting yeah. very excited about these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's contagious, their energy, because they're just trying to do something quite incredible.
1: Yeah, and um, their passion comes across. Totally, because yeah.
0: they're not mm-hmm. doing it for the money side of things. You know, it's a charity organization, but they're just doing it purely no. for the love of the planet and so animals.
1: Saving animals is probably a terrible way to make money. And um, yeah. Long may that be the case.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so they are a lovely organization. Mm. And uh, it all started when, have you watched Our Planet on Netflix? Oh, yes. It's amazing and beautiful, but also heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, You've seen the walrus scene. I mean, I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I've always loved animals. In fact, I used to uh, send WWF drawings when I was about six or seven. Uh just being like, hey, here's a whale. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Anyway. And they, um, they
1: had them on the walls, obviously, when you obviously, when you got there. In yeah. fact, they were there when I went.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So I watched Our Planet and I was heartbroken and I just thought I have to do something. Mm-hmm. So I being a designer and a creative, I just um whipped up these prints of endangered animals to sell on my website and then um the profits were donated to WWF and one day my husband said oh you know that our friend Mandy works for WWF I was like, no <laughs> you did not tell me this what so I dropped her a message saying look I don't know yeah. if this is of any interest at all <laughs> but I'm doing this thing maybe there could just be a little post about it on social media anyway About three weeks later, I got an email from them, uh, and long story short, we've now done a collaboration together of sustainable gifts that are actually amazing. They are really high quality, Mm. um, and the cotton is amazing that they use, but they are so sustainable. I mean, they have to be. So I have done all the designs that go on said products, and I'm very proud of them. They're really, really cool, and they launched... Oh, I think last week. I've been so busy. Yeah, they launched yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, I'm yet to go and actually look at the final uh, things, but I will be announcing it properly on my own website um, very soon. But yeah, they're very cool. Amazing. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, charity shop products, really? Mm. But mm. actually, these are brilliant. There's tote bags, t-shirts, mugs, all kinds of things. And um, yeah, with very stylish designs on.
1: So, and, and illustrated
0: by me. <laughs>
1: there's, there's really, really incredible. And I think I've seen some of the designs and they're, they're really, really useful. Oh, um, thank you. Where, where could people get them if they want to on find them? On
0: their website. So, on the gifting section, but also there will be a little banner on my website, which you can just click on. And also the link in my bio on Instagram that you can click straight to the page. And then, yeah, go treat yourself.
1: Go out and buy those yeah, notes and, and everything else. just
0: help with what they're doing because they are doing incredible things. Mm. And um, they need all the support they can get.
1: Do you feel that looking after the animals is looking after us too? You know, is there a sort of, um, is there a link or a synergy?
0: I feel like as humans, we have such a responsibility to look after the planet, especially animals, because they don't have a say in anything. They can't speak English. They can't protest. They can't do this, that, and the other. And we are essentially destroying them. Um, so I think it is our duty to look after them and rescue them. Yeah. And yeah, is that answering your question? I'm not sure it was actually. No, no, no. It really, no, it really is. It's quite <laughs>
1: profound. Uh, um, I, I don't know if you saw Avatar. The, I love the movie. that movie. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I, I feel like. Well they weren't animals they were sentient sentient beings but um they they did a good job, i think of um mm. you know illustrating the difference between the way humanity approaches nature and yeah. the way the well, the navy <laughs> <yeah, laughs> approach nature um i think uh, look, clearly at some level we've got to be carrying around a pretty big kind of psychic wound you know by you know oh, sort of so. becoming. So separate from nature, given Mm. that we are natural ourselves.
0: Yeah, it's true. And I think um, you're right. People don't even realize what they're doing. And nature is so good for you. I mean, who's ever come away from going on a walk or being by the beach feeling bad? No one. uh, So I think even though people aren't aware, you know, we live, especially as, as city folk, you know, you're running around doing your thing. Mm. You don't stop to actually think about it. But you're right, actually. Oh my goodness, you're right. Yeah, we. Uh, doesn't happen often. So <laughs> glad we
1: captured our microphone. Being yeah. yeah, yeah. By
0: what we're doing to the planet without even realizing.
1: Hmm. So That's
0: a depressing thought. That is a
1: depressing thought. <laughs> let's let's save it. We'll save it by um. When I teach meditation, I tend to um every metaphor is like a nature metaphor, which yeah. is funny. I think the Headspace guys do like a really great job yeah. of talking about buses and mobile phone notifications and, uh, and, and you know, everything of the modern world. Um, and that makes what they're teaching, you know, seem very, very relevant. Mm. But um, for me, there's nothing more kind of powerful than talking about the life cycle of a tree, yeah. you know, um, losing its leaves and then the leaves giving... Food for new growth, so it hasn't really lost anything at all. Or an ocean where each wave is a, a thought or an experience, and there's something kind of quite primal. I don't think it's just the good metaphors. I think it's that it's sort of tapping into a bit of a, a longing each of us have to be more connected than we are. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going for. But I have to get the no, reports I from think the that's students. Really um, yeah,
0: and a really yeah. lovely way to think about it.
1: Mm. Yeah, we're chipping away at the problem from, from different different angles. But yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: we're we're trying. We're
1: trying, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, I I wanted to ask you actually, you know, on this yeah, on this more positive kick. Um, you know, how how do you see the world changing for the better at at the moment? Um, you oh, know, gosh. is is it in the little things like the that child getting their GCSE grade, or is it um, you know, have your eye on some bigger themes and.
0: Um- how do I see the world changing for the better? Well, actually touching on what you just said about connection, I think that is a a massive thing. And I, I heard something the other day, whether it's true or not, about mm. um, a child is more likely to be connected to someone in, a child in India rather than their parent in their front room or something like that. I'm not sure. Don't yeah, quote me on that. Um, they're playing Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and that I found quite in a sense it's amazing but it's also quite terrifying um yeah so i i do want people to talk more and be open more and to be honest with themselves you know if they're not big talkers just talk to yourself and just check in with yourself and make sure you're okay and i think that would lead to better things for people personally um And, yeah, I just, how do I, I mean, I would love to, I would love to see more good news being celebrated. And and actually, I don't know whether it's because I'm just tapping more into that um, industry, for want of a better word, myself, but I am seeing more and more of it. I think people are, I hope it's just not because it's a trending thing. and I I really hope that it's genuine. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, you know, I have seen some people, that don't do that kind of thing and they've sort of leapt on this good news bandwagon. But then I kind of think, oh, well, actually, do you know what? If it's good news that's getting out there, it doesn't matter how it is. It's just, it is. And there are some amazing... I don't know if you've heard of um, Emily Coxhead. She does the Happy Newspaper and she's Mm. so successful. She's doing, um, I think it's a quarterly newspaper, uh, which is amazing. And there's Upworthy and there's the Happy Project. There's there's some incredible people out there just promoting... The good so you know if we think back to what we were talking about earlier about um people naturally being more intrigued with the morbid and the bad, yeah yeah what would be amazing if people were more intrigued by the good and then hopefully they'll do more good and so on and so on
1: I read the other day that um well in a in a past life as it were you know when I was working in advertising I, I mm-hmm. ended up at a place called um MNC Saatchi World Services and anyway that's by the by but we but we were working with people like um EU humanitarian aid mm-hmm. and um world food program and world bank and parts of the UN um and so one of the projects they were working on at the time was polio eradication wow. which is not a sexy story mm-hmm. um and and it's a frustrating one because every time it's like there are only six known cases of polio, and then one village doesn't get vaccinated, and then it just breaks out again and so it's like continually sort of pushing the, the goalpost back, i suppose yeah. yeah um and yet the the biggest story is you know over the last ten years we've ninety nine point nine percent eradicated polio we're like we're on the cusp of just it not existing in the world anymore mm. and it never being able to come back because it needs a human carrier. So um, that, I think that's, journalists will say, well, that's a hard story to kind of carry. I mean, we carry the story when the final person doesn't have polio. Yeah. But, you know, when you draw that line, it's probably a year after the last known case. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it'll be all over the news. But but the 10-year the battle is 10 years, and yeah. we're used to news cycles that are like, you know, days or hours or minutes mm. long, um, and and so I think you need quite a kind of intrepid journalists to keep on pushing a story which is emerging so so slowly. Yeah. Um, so, and then and God knows why, but we're all we're all watching you know true crime dramas all the time, <laughs> right? They're uh, so
0: good too. They are so good.
1: <laughs> uh, I and, you know I remember I used to be. Um, Living, living out in Taiwan, um, they had something called the Apple Daily, which is like a, the trashiest of trashy tabloid newspapers um, i don't think it would have an equivalent here, but it'd be this will sound a bit snobby, but i don't know there's daily sport or something um, okay. and um, uh, what what it, what they would do is like they'd do a sort of like a comic strip of um, the latest murder, so it's like a whole reenactment thing as they imagined it grisly and gruesome but just cartoons um and it was just nonstop. and then tv news would do the same but they do it with actors and it was um it seems so kind of barbaric and insensitive but i you know i did realize when i came back to the uk okay well we don't don't do the comic book strips Mm. and we don't dramatically reenact um we do do it later in in our dramas and all sorts of things but there's a bit of a there's a respectful gap, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're all kind of seeking out that stuff nonetheless, and so, yeah. um, um, perhaps just because the, the mystery elements of it, um, you know, the how could anyone act this way kind of thing, um,
0: possibly. Um, I mean, I, I love horror films,
1: right, Ma- massively, right?
0: But I, you know, we're humans, we're made up of all kinds of craziness, but and I just, just because you know. You like horror or whatever, it doesn't mean that you still can't be balanced and promote the right. other side of
1: it. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted, but yeah.
1: No, no, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just maybe, um, yeah, to your point, we need to probably need to work a bit harder to, you know, excite people to the same level with positive news. That, yes. that, that's probably the challenge of yes. our times.
0: Yeah, 100%. I agree. Because there is something, you know. I think everyone's been always fascinated with the macabre and this, that, and the other. But
1: well, there are so there are so many kind of good good stories out there. Um, so I'm I'm a bit of a tech geek, right? So so I, I can g- tell
0: I, you should see this room. It's yeah, full the, of the all rig. <laughs> of yeah, most of it's
1: on camera, but there are cameras behind the cameras. Yeah, as well. um, yeah. Uh, you know, so so I, I get a big kick out of I don't know Elon Musk. Um, oh yeah. Designing a better battery for houses in australia or you know because wow. it's like what what's the point point in you know well, he's got a, got a solar roof that just looks like tiles now um which means people are more likely to put them on their houses um okay. and it's not a you know clunky solar panel on top of your beautiful tiled roof it just yeah. looks like tiles um but then you've got the issue of well how do you store the energy mm. if you have a lot of sun it's like uh, you can't Batteries aren't particularly good. So, so now he's got something called, I don't know, the Powerwall, which is an enormous battery, which he <laughs> hopes everyone's going to have in their homes. But not all about Elon Musk. Um, but so I, I get a big kind of kick out of, you know, I suppose looking at where tech might be taking us. Um, okay. Some of that's not very human, though. You know, solar-powered roofs and, and rockets and faster transport and things. No, um, but
0: it certainly might improve climate change conditions so tech can be a good thing it's helped medical advances
1: yeah 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 you can tell a story in two ways either like yeah how the hell are we still producing this many cars or Mm. isn't it great that now some of them are electric
0: totally and and i imagine that's the whole good and bad thing every Mm. story there's always there's always a positive spin to every story but i think a lot of people choose or they're just given the negative version so yeah it's up to me and you and all the other good vibe tribe lot out there to keep up with a positive spin. If you choose to, you know, life is a choice, but yeah. Surely it's better to live with a smile on your face than an angry one. Less muscles and less wrinkles. So, you know.
1: Amen to that. Amen. Yeah. It's
0: a win win, Ryan.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you um sort of chatted about yeah, the world slowly changing for the better in, in, you know, some small ways and how maybe that doesn't get as much kind of coverage as it might, um, but you're doing something to change that and uh, yeah, other And too. also
0: I, I say there's not a lot of positive stuff, I mean there 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 is, you know, there's our lovely Greta um, Yeah who is doing remarkable things um, she gets a lot of stick as well but essentially her message is a good one whether you believe it's portrayed in the right way she's trying to do a good things and, and and that's actually been quite amazing yeah. at the moment so yeah. that is one awesome positive thing that's going on anyway, anyway sorry I interrupted that's,
1: yeah that's huge and, and and the climate strikes have been kind of inspired by it in, in London yeah. and, and all over the world um, and it's
0: inspiring the younger generation too and I think you know I, I don't have children but if should when I do mm. um, I would much rather than be getting excited about that sort of thing than yeah. I don't know Blowing up people on computer games. I mean, so yeah. So I say, good for her. Yeah, good for Greta.
1: Good for Greta. Um, What What are you? What are you most kind of concerned about for the next generation?
0: Mm. Well, I haven't really. (laughs) It sounds really selfish. I don't mean it to be selfish, but I haven't really thought about them. Probably because I'm still concerned about mine. Um, You know, we're 38. But I still see lots of strange things going on. What do I worry about?
1: Yeah. There's kind of there's a known I think like an empathy gap. It's quite hard to feel for generations that haven't been born. I mean, we have a hard enough time. I think there's yeah, a I mean, earthquake on the other side of the world and mm. you might feel very, very upset about it. But there's
0: an element of what can I do? You don't I know suppose. the individuals involved. No, of and um yeah. uh, but I mean my friends have started to have children
1: Mm.
0: and you know i mean i find it fascinating that they are more i swear sometimes technologically advanced than i am they're on their ipads like flicking through things at the age of like two and three i mean it is mind-blowing and um sometimes i think oh i wish you were outside playing but then i think its you know we do live in this amazing digital world where you know you need to be on top of your game yeah so I think, oh gosh, that's you know that's a very interesting question, and I haven't thought about it, mm. but I feel like there are still good people on the planet trying to do good things all the time, so unless some awful climate destruction happens and we no longer exist in however many years it happens, mm. I think they'll be fine, we'll all be okay, yeah, we've just got to keep doing our thing and surviving and hoping for the best yeah and maybe that's again a really naive way of looking at things but i would rather focus on that than yeah oh, god what's going to happen if they if this happens or that happens and they don't get this and they don't get that because there's still a lot of good
1: out yeah there. There, there 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 is and i think um you know say say we were most worried about yeah the climate um mm-hmm. and you know we're going to leave a very hot planet for, you know, three, four, five generations down the line, um, yeah. which is scary. Um, you know, I, I met a like a climate denier in the supermarket the other day, which is one, one of the weirder. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this. If I talked about this on another episode, then I'm apologies <laughs> to the listeners. But, <laughs> I don't but, but it was, um, yeah, I'll tell you Yeah, it was a whole strange situation. So I I think I was trying to pick out like a bag of salad or something and going a bit back and forth on it, um, (laughs) quite indecisive at supermarkets. And um, this uh, woman kind of came up to me and said, "Oh, I'd I'd go for that one. Or it's like, gave me a little bit of advice. And we started chatting and said that her daughter was, you know, sort of very full of herself and very, very confident. And. Mm what she really loved about her daughter. So we we got deep fast. Um,
0: (laughs) Wow, uh, over a bag of salads. (laughs) Yeah, over a bag of salads, yeah.
1: And I was thinking, this is wonderful. I I never speak to people in the supermarket. And why is that? So I'm going to go with it. Um, Well, so her daughter thinks that, you know, climate change is just a conspiracy. Her daughter thinks this? Her daughter thinks that.
0: How old is her daughter?
1: Twelve quite unusual right mm. and so the mum was saying well i'm really really proud of my daughter because um she'll stick up for her point of view even though all the scientists are telling her she's wrong even though all of her classmates are telling her wrong the teachers are telling her wrong um i the mother you know happened to kind of agree with the daughter so um there's maybe a little bit of you know yeah. um <clears throat> she wasn't disabusing her daughter of that idea but um I was really, really fascinated, so I couldn't help but sort of start to get a bit agitated while having the conversation. (laughs) It's never helpful if you're trying to, you know, persuade someone of anything. Um, You know, kind of saying, "But you know, but what, what, what about all the scientists? You know, ninety-nine point nine percent of them, the ones that aren't funded by the oil companies, they're they're doing a pretty good job of Mm
0: -hmm.
1: definitively proving Proving that climate change is happening and we're contributing. You know, it's 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 incontrovertible. uh, but she kept on saying, ah, but, you know, I know of five scientists who say it isn't the case. And why, why, why do you trust the rest of the scientists? Maybe they've got an agenda. So fair, oh, fair, fair. But afterwards, I, you know, I, I went away and obviously we, we didn't agree. I don't think I changed her mind. She hadn't changed mine. But afterwards, I started thinking, you know, hopefully this isn't patronizing, but perhaps lots of the climate deniers are actually deeply frightened about the climate change. You know, because when, when we're really frightened of something, well, what do we do? We either put our...
0: Denial, heads in yeah, the sand. heads in the sand, <laughs> fingers in ears. Who else is um, fine?
1: It can't be happening because if it were happening, that would be the most terrifying thing ever. Mm. Um, and then there's the other lot of us which kind of go, it is happening mm. and it's terrifying. Mm. But that's sort of galvanizing us, galvanizing us into action.
0: But do you know how I, I see it? And maybe I don't know what you said to the lady, but even if it is or it isn't happening mm. you may as well act as if it is because you're doing the planet a favor anyway right so just do your recycling and you know <laughs> buy your next car you know an electric one or yeah because then you're not you're still doing a
1: just in case just
0: just in case because otherwise you may as well there's no if you're going to be doing it's better for the planet mm. anyway
1: so, this, this is Pascal's wager. So, no, <laughs> behave like God exists, even if it turns out later not to be the case. Yeah, because uh, on the off chance that you're not going to heaven because <laughs> you ignored all the instructions. Yeah. I like <laughs> it. seems like a good plan to be, be a nice yeah. person. Yeah. But if
0: you're, but you may, I think, you know, get involved with helping the planet. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it is a happening thing, you've got nothing, to, you've only got things to gain by helping and yeah, Like I said, just do your recycling. Little things
1: yeah. will help. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm fully fully on board with that.
0: Although kudos to the 12-year-old for being strong and...
1: I know, I was kind of like, that's a, that, that's a know, little badass passionate. because, um, yeah, I, I think I would have just folded in the face of that much opposition. Yeah, to be
0: honest, I don't even know if I was thinking about climate change at the age of 12.
1: Well, I, I, I wasn't, but I think...
0: I mean, I really wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know I wasn't, but... Should have been, yeah, yeah. Should have been. Um, and now I think maybe, maybe some, of the, some of the criticism that Greta draws is mm. you're terrifying our children. And yeah. then, you know, um, well, yeah, true, true. But if that, if that motivates them to act in a way that we haven't been able to, then mm. maybe a little bit of fear is good. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe
0: the next generation, they will be okay. And there's yeah. a lot of people fighting today for a better Tomorrow, whether that is for climate change or yeah. LGBTQ or equality in schools, in jobs, whatever, there is so much going on. So yeah, which is all great.
1: There you know, is there because is. people
0: are having a discussion. You know, think I don't know back however many years ago, mm. uh, my grandfather's era, and you know, he didn't talk about anything. It was very stiff upper lip. So you know, I think. Every, everyone will be okay. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, <laughs>
1: everyone uh, will be okay. Every, you will be okay, um, and so then, look, finally, I, I, I just really want to ask you, kind of, what, what keeps you positive? What keeps you going?
0: Oh, lot keeps me going. Definitely a natural inner strength which I've always had, and I've been very lucky to have a mother who is the same Um, Mm. and I've worked definitely worked for some incredible women, one of them in particular Marcia Kilgore who um, at the time was the owner of um, she founded Soap and Glory Mm. and now she um, owns Beauty Pie and she is just incredible and we were um, emailing the other day and she's Canadian and actually I'm not even going to try to do a Canadian accent but she's like oh you know Lydia What was she
1: emailing a boot? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh Canadians um, in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. She uh now I've lost my train of thought, Ryan. Um yeah, she was saying, you know, yeah. never do things half-ass, just always do them full ass, as she would say. Mm. And that's always stuck with me. Um other people will keep me positive. Food always eating, oh my god, eating well. That really mind gut thing is really important and i have only kind of i mean i've always been quite a healthy eater but that is something that i would really really um encourage people to do is eat well think well um i don't know little things keep me positive yeah all the time Mm. sunshine today is a gloriously sunny day uh
1: it's beautiful. So it's criminal that we're sitting inside. Uh, there's a little <laughs> yeah. bit of sun filtering down <laughs> yeah, there into is the room. a teeny but, little bit. Yeah. Um get out into it soon.
0: Yeah. And my my husband, as cheesy as that might sound, he's very encouraging and keeps me positive. Just yeah. I would always tell you, just always notice the small stuff and um think about all the things that make you happy. Tea makes me really happy. Um uh, and I do this thing before I go to bed. Yeah. I we have to my husband and I we have to tell each other five things that we're really grateful about what we're thankful for and it could be stupid things but we do it all the same every night and that is a really lovely thing to do gratitude my friends yeah i'm very thankful
1: that's really really (laughs) beautiful (laughs) you
0: have to be yeah i mean i'm human too sometimes the world sucks and i hate everyone however
1: yeah i imagine sometimes it's hard to get to the five
0: um but then i'll usually just my go-to is tea or or donuts or
1: yeah. yeah yeah my coffee always gets a shout out for me coffee. Like the first cup of coffee the in Lord the morning coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so listen i i, I just want to say you know what an absolute joy it's been to have you on oh, the podcast oh,
0: no it's been a pleasure um and, and, a, and a good um exercise for me actually so thank you thank
1: yeah much. yeah well <laughs> not at all um, good, work. good to catch up after all these years I know, it's um, So nice. <laughs> and um now we want to. We'll do some plugs, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I'll put them all in the show notes and under the video on YouTube as well. So, um, <laughs> thanks. So, if if you get anything, we can add it in afterwards. But <laughs> okay. where 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 would people find you on the interwebs?
0: So on Instagram, it's mm-hmm. uh, the Brighter Times um, website www.thebrightertimes.com. dot dot com.
1: That's it.
0: Um, they're the two main. Uh, things that I'm on. I'm mm. also on Twitter, but that's actually something that needs to grow. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, and whilst we're just talking about the brighter times, the Rise is something that I'm really, really passionate about, and it's mm-hmm. only just sort of started and taking off. But by all means, if anyone's listening that has a really great mm. story to tell, or they're really proud of something, or they, want, or they know of anyone else that wants to just have a bit of exposure, it could be anything, anything at all, um, as long as it's sort of, you know, making people happy or smile or encouraging or hopeful then please get in contact oh yeah hello at thebrightertimes.com and just and it's me Lydia um amazing we'll yeah
1: amazing thank you so much and Hi, uh, thank and you. get to your nearest WWF um oh I was gonna say shop but it's probably online isn't it, it um, is and online yeah. And order all the, all the range.
0: All the range. Yeah. Um, actually, I did a photo shoot with them uh, recently. And the t-shirt quality is world class.
1: That's brilliant. So mm-hmm. go out and get them for all your family members. Yay. And um, hopefully we'll have you again on this at some point in the future. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. And we can, we can check in with how everything's going. Oh, so thanks. Until then, thank you so much.
0: No, thank you very much. Thank you.
1: So that's it for this episode of Levitate with Ryan Nell. Thank you so much to our guest today, Lydia French, and to the composer of the theme tune, my super talented brother, Nick Nell. If you want to get more of this, more of this type of content, head over to our YouTube channel where videos of the podcast episodes are going to be posted. Do subscribe and make sure you click the bell so that you get notified of new videos we also put up guided meditations there and other such delights. In addition, you can find us on the interwebs at www.levitate.london and the podcast at levitate.london forward slash podcast. When you're there, you will see that it's on every single podcast platform you can imagine. But assumingly, you're on one right now. So wherever you like to get your podcasts, we should be there please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review. Share this episode with a friend if you think a friend might be into it. And follow us on social media. All of our accounts are at Levitate London. one word. Thank you so much. We love having you here. Have a very beautiful start to this new decade. Wishing you a happy new year. And... I can't wait to share the next episode with you, until then, goodbye.